0: I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, highland cattle, horses, and white-tailed deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Ham podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today.
1: Uh, So today we'll be talking with somebody who was in the rodeo for almost 20 years. He was a PRCA bull rider. Um, He did intercollegiate rodeo. He went pro in 84 where he qualified for three circuit finals and was runner up for
2: rookie of the year. He's also been raising registered Longhorns for 33 years. He started the Horn Showcase in 1999, and he's won a lot of awards, including Longest horn Bull, World Champion Show Cow, World Champion Steer, World Champion Mature Cow, um, as well as for charities and horn contests. So we think it's safe to say that uh, he's competed well in most aspects of the Longhorn industry.
1: Um, a couple more facts about him is he's been a driver recruiter for Warner Trucking for 11 years. Um, his favorite whiskey is Crown Royal. Um, he absolutely loves Dairy Queen and he's had a fiance for many years. So I think it's safe to say that we it's time for him to pull the trigger and, and get married. Welcome, Dale. Thanks for joining us today.
3: Well, good morning. Glad to be here.
2: So Dale, uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the time and the new location for your sale.
3: Okay, now the, loca- the location everyone is still the same, but the, the sale barn has changed the name. It's now called the Overbrook Stockyards. Um, the catalog should be in your mailbox now, but it's gonna be the last weekend in March. It's gonna be the 26th and 27th of March. And that is exit 24 right off of Interstate 35, just a few miles south of town and south of Ardmore, Oklahoma in a little town called Overbrook, Oklahoma. Uh,
2: since you have your catalog there, go ahead and tell us what the schedule for the weekend is.
3: Okay, so cattle are coming in Thursday, uh, Thursday through Friday. Friday morning, the, the fraternity cattle will cut off, uh, cattle arriving and they'll start their fraternity Friday at noon. Friday, all day long, sale cattle can come in. Uh, new this year, gang, is we're gonna have a heifer, a heifer sale following the heifer faturity, and it's gonna start at approximately 5.30. Then Saturday at 1 p.m., we will start the actual cow sale. What do you think?
2: Sounds good to us.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the hosts for the sale.
3: Okay, Bob and Pam Loomis and Cheryl and I are the host for the sale this year. And we've had fantastic response. We had to turn 22 head down is how much uh, response we had on the sale. So with all the response is why we decided to try a heifer sale. And I think it's gonna work really good. We'll have a fraternity, we'll sell 30 heifers. Everybody can go have a nice dinner and we'll get up the next day and they'll have an awards uh we can get some lunch and the sale will start at one o'clock but uh, bob and bob and pam and cheryl and i are the hosts this year
2: are you going to let um are you going to let folks who win the for charity choose if they want to then also um consign their heifer to the sale kind of at the last minute
3: they can if they want to let go of that champion heifer they can put her in the sale
2: Dale,
1: how many years have you shared the same weekend with the ITTLA, with their fraternity?
3: Um, They've done the fraternity with the sale for six years now. And it's really well, because some people that don't want to participate in a sale can come and watch the sale and kind of learn how that works. And some people are bringing fraternity heifers and the sale animals. And so it's, it's just been a really good partnership.
1: Good. So what was the first year that you helped with the Texoma sale?
3: um 2019
1: and was that the first texoma sale ever
3: it is before that it was called the red river sale and it was the last weekend in may and before that it was called the three amigos remember that molly the three amigos Mm -hmm. jamie was there Um, too i think were were you there jamie when the guys wore the sombreros
1: yeah who was that was that larry stewart
3: and buck buck yeah
1: Yeah. and then
3: and and bob
1: and bob Yeah.
3: yeah yeah So so, so I, Bob, uh, um, you know, Buck is kind of, was kind of scaling down. I think Buck has sold his herd and they were looking for a new partner. So Bob called Cheryl and I, and we were, we were honored to be a part of that. And so we thought it would be better if we moved it up a little bit instead of being the last sale of the, of the spring season. So we moved it to the last weekend in March. And so that's where it's been since 2019.
2: Nice. So you touched on it a little bit, uh, talking about the Three Amigos and that sort of stuff, but tell us in the early years, uh, what role did you play with the sale and the weekend overall?
3: Uh, the only role I've ever played before was just red pedigrees. Um, it's totally been someone else's sale. The red uh, prior to 19 it's always been uh, Bob and his other partners.
2: So how is your role? What, what is your role now that it's you and Bob's sale? What sorts of tasks do you take on?
3: Oh, good golly, Molly! <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought there was so much work to put on a sale? Right? Yep. Uh, it's it's locate the barn and get insurance on the barn and make sure the barn's open and get your ads going and a catalog going and and you have to hot shot the consigners to get the paperwork in on time to make the catalog to make the sale and then we're gonna have to start it. We're gonna have to have food out there and. I'm going to end it there, but there's, that's just, we're about 25% of the way through right now.
2: So Bob does all the hard work, basically. <laughs>
3: he does. <laughs> Bob does the hard work.
2: <laughs> um, what is, what is the highest number of consignments that you've ever had in one of your sales?
3: Uh, the total consignments?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Probably That'll probably be this year. Um, let me see what we end up with this year. You know, our crowds... Our crowd just didn't what you know. Our crowd gets restless. So in the old days, if you're new to the Longhorn industry, the Eddie Wood sale used to be 400 head. So over the years, we've went to a much shorter sale, and and the tension span on the crowd has been harder to harder to maintain. But this year we have 107 total head. 30 of those will sell Friday night, and the rest will sell on Saturday.
1: Nice. You, uh, what's the highest selling cow that you've ever had at the Texoma sale?
3: Hey, uh, Bob put one of his best Monica daughters in there in 2019, and she brought 100,000. Wow. So that's going to be a hard one to beat.
1: It will. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that I think her name was, I think it was the Rio. I get some of those daughters confused, but I think it was BL Rio Monica.
1: Okay. So looking back over all these years that you've helped with the sale, can you tell us one of the funniest moments that you remember?
3: Um, Probably was I was I was deep in my in my catalog working on the next cow that come in. And so they open the gate and a cow comes in. And I'm just telling the crowd and the Internet people all about the cow and how much horn she has on and everything. And this cow that was supposed to be coming in was black and the cow that was in the ring was white. So it was very obvious that the wrong cow was in the ring, but I never looked up to see. So when I finally told everybody about all this cow and calf and the bull she's bred to, I looked up and the whole crowd's waving their arms at me and pointing at the crowd, pointing at the cow, and hell, we had the wrong cow in the ring. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yep. So, so then I'm... we had to do it all over again. Right. <laughs> <Practice. laughs>
0: Love what you're hearing? Be sure to check out our Pickup Truck Confessions. It's a video series where we hop in the truck or rental car and interview a variety of breeders about what drives their passion for their livestock, how they got started in the breed of their choice, marketing tips, and more. And now, back to the podcast.
2: So that's, that's one example of times that maybe haven't gone perfectly as planned. What's another, what's another memorable moment where uh, your plans didn't quite uh, go the way they should have?
3: Well, not very many people know this, but, um, the last year was the new owner, the sale barn had a new owner and he had, he was real new to private companies renting his sale barn. And during the sale, he sent me a text that we had to be done and out of the barn by 9 PM Saturday night when we, when we originally had the barn for the whole next day. Or at least till noon the next day. So just imagine being on the block and you're reading pedigrees and you your phone dings and you look at your text and it's the owner of the sale barn saying we had to be out of there by nine o'clock Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of a oh, oh holy moly moment, right? So anyway, we got a hold of him and we worked it out, and now he's turned into be a really nice guy and um we got through that, but that was kind of a heart stopper there for a little bit.
2: I bet, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe uh, for some folks who aren't from the area or haven't been to the sale before, um, can you tell us some things that there are to do or see nearby uh, to kind of fill some of their time on the weekend?
3: You know, there's a lot to do there, Molly. Uh, The giant, the biggest casino in the world is just, is just south of the sale barn 10 minutes. Um, there's some really good restaurants in Ardmore. We've got Cafe Alley that has a well-known chef. Uh, the Two Frogs Grill has a, a, a chef from Dallas there. They're just excellent places to eat. Lake Murray is a gorgeous lake with, with uh, camping accommodations. And then if you wanna drive 15 minutes north, a lot of people are not aware of this, but the, the great Turner Falls is five minutes off of 35 and it's just 15 miles north of Ardmore. And that's just a gorgeous facility. There's just a a crystal clear Spring Creek running through those mountains and it drops off into this big waterfall and they've dammed it up where there's a big pool of water there, but uh, it's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous sight to see.
2: That sounds like something maybe Jamie and I will have to check out one of these times. We're always looking for interesting things to see.
3: Yeah, make some good pictures and stuff. The, the fall froze this year and there was some Facebook pictures going around, it, you know, that giant waterfall frozen, that was pretty cool. And then, of course, there's a lot of ranches, you know, there's a lot of Texas Longhorn ranches within a 30 mile, you know, a 30 minute drive uh, of our facility there.
1: So, Dale, because it's called the Texoma sale, we have some trivia that we need you to tell us whether it's from Oklahoma or whether it's from Texas. Are you ready?
3: Okay, I'll do my best.
1: All right. Where was the shopping cart invented? Oklahoma or Texas?
3: Oh, that'd have to be Oklahoma.
1: Do you know where? What city?
3: Uh, uh, Oklahoma City.
1: Ardmore, actually, in 1936. Woo, how about that? I know.
3: I got half of it right. <laughs> you did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So every March, uh, there is a, a rattlesnake roundup that is held. Texas or Oklahoma?
3: Sweetwater, Texas. Bam.
1: Have you been to Sweetwater, Texas? Okay.
3: No, there's a big sign when you drive by on 20 that says uh, the, the biggest rattlesnake roundup <laughs> of the year, uh, Sweetwater, Texas.
2: Nice. All right, uh, this state was admitted to the Union in 1845. Oklahoma or Texas? Oklahoma. Oh,
3: Texas. Oh, is it Texas? Yeah. Oklahoma was, Oklahoma was before that.
2: Um, I don't know, do you remember, Jamie? I have no idea. I didn't ask you the <laughs> question. <laughs> All right, we well, were still team?
3: Indian. I guess we were still Indian territory then. Two
2: for three, you're still doing okay so far um all right this state has more tornadoes than any other place in the world per square mile oklahoma or texas
3: oh, oh that's oklahoma for sure
2: yep yep have you ever experienced yep. one yes do you want to tell us about it
3: <laughs> it just sounds sounds like a freight train coming it does. that's wild. basically it. it gets real windy <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right where was dr pepper invented
3: um, that's that's in Texas.
1: Yep. You know what city?
3: No, I can't remember the city. Waco. In Waco.
1: And the first Girl Scout cookie was sold in. <laughs> it's Where you thing. come
3: up with this at?
1: Google the has. First a lot Girl Scout of cookie. It. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Texas.
1: No, Oklahoma in. Oklahoma. 19, yeah, in 1917.
3: Wow, that was early, wasn't it?
2: long time ago what's your favorite girl scout cookie dale
3: the one with peanut butter in it
2: is that your favorite uh dairy queen flavor too for your blizzards
3: (laughs) no you got to get the oreo the oreo one
2: okay uh the world's first rodeo took place in oklahoma or texas
3: that was texas yep texas
2: in 1883
3: I think it was Pecus. All
2: right. That's all we got. So you got, you, you only missed one. You did good.
3: Okay. The Girl <laughs> Scout deal threw me for a loop, huh? <laughs> it
2: did.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much, Dale, for joining us. Do you have anything else that you'd like to mention about the sale?
3: Hey, we've really, we've really dug deep and our consigners have went beyond the call of duty gang. There, there is some great offerings. The heifers are outstanding and there's some really good proven cows and there's some really good young cows in this sale. If you wanna add something to your breeding program that you're gonna be proud of, come and spend the the weekend with us, the last weekend in March. The Heifer for Charity will be a blast. There's gonna be some of the top heifers in the breed there. Then we'll sell heifers Friday night and cows Saturday, but come have a fun fun weekend with us, the last weekend in March. Bam.
1: (laughs) We'll be there.
3: <laughs> okay, you better be there. Bring your little hotspot.
1: <laughs> on it, I got it.
3: Okay, we got to have that working. All righty, adios. will
1: do. Thanks, Thanks Gail. You.